Hello, welcome to the How to Marriage podcast. I'm Mel, and this is my partner, Will. We've been married for two years and counting, so we're definitely not professionals, but we are learning how to marriage. Hello, Melody. Hello, William. On today's topic, we'd be talking about being bored. Melody, have you had any experience in our marriage in which you were bored? Yes. I have. And if you didn't mind, Melody, what led to that boredom? What did lead to that boredom, my William? It's impolite to ask a question with another question. <laughs> yes. So, er, well, no. Yes. Recently. Uh, no. I guess, yes. Throughout our marriage, that mm. this has been a phrase when I've said, I'm bored. And does sound a very like a, broad term. Yes. And it is like a bratty English child. I'm bored. Ugh. It's nothing to do. I'm bored, and I demand of. I was gonna say pleasure, but then <laughs> that would be Child. British. That would be yeah. a tea party. I demand to be entertained with Paddington Bear. <laughs> yes, Clifford. Where's my dog, Clifford? <laughs> oh wow! Okay. I don't know why I went. For That's an American thing, I think. I don't know. Anyway, back to you. Yes, and I knew I was being, because uh, this is a Marip's podcast, Melody. There's no judgment here unless the people are listening. Are you married?
if it's aggression uh uh or I don't want to say violent. <laughs> we'll just stay with aggression. If that statement, anger, anger. sadness, yeah, yeah. It, when it comes, not saying it doesn't matter, but when it comes, it is good that it is coming and being voiced. Now, how you receive it—that's where the more important uh, equation comes in. Because when melody, this only happened twice within the last year. Yeah. So. When she says she is bored, the first time I was thinking, oh, I need to go skydiving. I need to uh, be bungee jumping or base jumping. But that's not, the, that's not necessarily it. It was just to be mindful, to be intentional with my time and my intimacy with her. Later, more on that. Fact, but yeah, go, okay. Yeah. Later on the issues, so we're talking yeah. about what the topic of it. makes you bored. What makes yeah. a partner bored in a marriage or in a partnership? But the most important part here, okay. and it was like with the body, uh, not thinking about it with the body image, the communication part. Again, if your partners come, it might be something different. It probably won't be, I'm bored. It's be like, what the fuck am I doing in my life? Now, again, that'd be kind of loaded. That's a loaded gun right there. And you want to, yeah, Yeah. you want to take that. But, um, or, hey, I want something different to happen. Even, that'd be in our solution. Yeah. But, uh, what I'm voicing is the communication part. When, when it is, when it is brought to your attention, always understand that that's not the, the break point. That's not the point of contention. The point of contention and the breakdown in the fights that comes of how you receive it. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. if I respond, the fuck do you want me to do about that? Then everything will blow up. So when your partner, it can be, hey, what do you want to eat tonight? Same, not to say it's the same thing. How The way you perceive it, receive it and answer that, that's what's going to make it constructive. So when your partner comes to you saying, I'm bored or anything along those lines, just understand. Or, yeah, I want to do something new. Yeah. Like those, Abs- that's those yes. words are, can, well, they are meant to hurt in a way. Sometimes. Like they're specifically chosen because yeah. anyone can choose different words. Mm-hmm. But also not being a mind reader <laughs> of like what you think your partner's trying to say. Yeah. So that's where we try to have. Um, uh, I forgot, but I say it often. Being clarifying mindful. questions. Oh, clarifying questions. Yes. yes. To have your clarifying questions of like, okay, you're, you, you said you're bored. Why are you bored? What makes you bored? Why do you feel that way? Right. But it's easy because if your partner's coming at you saying, let's just say out of the blue, out of the blue to you, I'm bored. There's nothing to do. Like nothing's interesting. That's easy to take that as a as a hit to you. Be like, oh, my partner thinks I'm boring. They're bored in our marriage or our relationship or like they're being ungrateful. We just did something before or, or something like that. Or my favorite, mm. and this is where in our relationship, and uh, it could be in anyone's relationship, where I will have uh, racing thoughts. Because whenever Melody poses, cause, and again, 
depends on your spouse, partner, or um, relationship. When Melody brings a, a point of contention or an issue, sometimes it may have been bot- bottling up. <laughs> it just didn't start today I'm bored. It may have started last week she was bored and she had a deadline a timeline like well if nothing happens between three to four days i will bring this up to them yes because i'm very forgiving and (laughs) very patient but that also isn't it because if i'm the only one thinking i'm being patient (laughs) william can't read my mind he doesn't know what's going on i'm great my days are awesome yes he thinks everything's (laughs) fine and la la di la but if oh if I had brought it up, like, okay, we have three days off together. We should do something. Instead of me waiting around for something to happen, I could just say, hey, we have three days off. Do you want to plan something? If I don't want to plan something, or I could have planned something. The communication part. I love that you said that because there's never well, been a part, a part where Melody has <laughs> said, hey, do you want to plan something? <laughs> I have never. And hey, Never. Pro t- we don't use pro, word. Pro, pro tip. <laughs> don't use the word never. I have never heard you use the phrase, do you want to play something? I actually, yes. I have never said that because <laughs> I am the person who always yes. plans something. Yes. <laughs> we can use that for later. What? Do you want to plan something? Yes. <laughs> those are do you want to plan something? Can or... Can you plan something for us to do? Please continue in your thought. I forgot. Uh, That you were saying that you would be forgiving for me because in my... Yes, uh, in my mind, I'm being very patient and wonderful and waiting for you to to get the hint or to let you have time to do something and act and you are unaware. So where does that get us? It gets to the buildup where I said, I'm bored. Because I think there, it was mostly a lead up of also of me suggesting to do something. And you, to me, it was rejecting the things I want, that wanted to do or planned to do. Um, but at that time, it was because your back really hurt. And I also wasn't, I was taking that into consideration. I was because I said, instead of going for a hike, for a jog or for something active, I was like, let's just play a video game together. Yes. But then that also got to me when I said, let's play a video game. And then you said, yeah, okay. And then we didn't. And then there was no move to actually do it. To me, that was the rejection. I wasn't going to reach out again because that emotional call was shut down yes and then the more emotional calls that get shut down the the harder it is for the person who's reaching out to to get over not get over but to mend that rejection right because if you think about it like if you i can't even think of a metaphor i don't know usually i have a bunch no you you (laughs) you said it before you said it that day too. You're, there's a fire and you're putting it out, but I don't see the fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's part of the rejection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. There's a fire and I'm like, okay, I'm let's putting go. It out. There's let's, a fire. We gotta put it and up. And you're like, and oh, that's no, fine. It's fine. Yes. Like, no, there's a fire and you don't see it. 
So pause on that melody. Or well, you, what you said, and it's a very important thing, you said emotional calls. Yes. So emotional calls are an attempt uh, to connect with one another. So like Mel was saying, um, she was giving me hints. I was like, do you want to do blank? Yeah. And again, it was in consideration of my uh, my back that was really hurting. Um, so she, it wasn't, let's go to the beach. Let's go to the uh, garden center. No, it's just do something low impact, low speed. And again, you felt that when you throw that emotional call, it was rejected because I didn't move forward. But that's what an emotional call is. Melody. Yes. uh putting forth the effort being intentional well, the definite do you want to read the google's definition of an emotional call these show up in your marriage or relationships in wide varied ways they can be attempts to get attention affirmation affection empathy or any other emotional need from the other person yeah, so these are the attempts to yes. seek for those things. Thank and you for letting me read that. Yes, thank you, William. Thank you, Google. Um, yes, but the, these attempts, it's like giving... It, yeah, okay, it's like the Aladdin and Jasmine thing. Aladdin's on the uh, magic carpet, <laughs> yeah. and he's taking his, putting his hand out. He's like, do you trust me? It's like, okay, I... Need there's this a from you. there's just kind of a lot i just met you like five minutes ago but yes yeah <laughs> it's a loaded anyways it's in the loaded yes. emotional call the original Aladdin. yes but which was also problematic but anyways uh so i was i was aladdin reaching out like hey can let's go let's go on a magic carpet ride and i was jasmine and, and was i said like, no I just no i'm gonna stay with my tiger yes uh, and there's only so many time or so long you can stand there holding out your hand without feeling rejected, feeling awkward. Yes. Right. If you just stand there holding out your hand, like it's like, oh, there you go. It's like putting your hand up for a high five and they just left you hanging. How long are you going to stand there with your arm up or are you going to pretend you're actually scratching your head? Right. Especially with your partner who is staring it's, you right in the yes, eye as your hand is, is the up. the person who can hurt you is <laughs> one of the people who can hurt you the most. Yes. But also the person that you would, well, hopefully that you would want to for them. Uh, so hopefully the person that would understand you the most at that time, mm-hmm. right? Who you, you give the least hints to, but they know the most, which doesn't work that way. Uh, maybe through communication and longer things because we do have so my bosses at work they've been together since they were 18 another like 40 something and the husband he's like yeah she can just give me a look and I know exactly what she's thinking and I was like do you like I was like okay it's good that you've been together for this long that you know each other that well but at the same time that's assuming things too do you know exactly what she's thinking and i was like i don't know i have not been with someone for that long like william and i have not been together for that long will it be like that but at the same time it's always good to have clarifying questions and i think he meant more like if they're in in a funny situation they shoot each other three six it'll be six years that we've known each other yeah and guess what 
Mm-hmm. When Mel gives me a look, I know exactly what she means. But that look is of disgust, disdain. It's a specific look. Yeah. It's not every single look. Now, the specific look <laughs> that I'll give when you get something. When I do something wrong or I forget something. So we do, however, we do have nonverbal communications. There are things that we, uh, I can't think but distinctively no like when we're holding hands oh, and yeah. you squish my hand twice that means to let go because you're gonna go do something yeah that i think that that's nonverbal, but that's also understood by both of us yes. every single time yes because we've done it so often like mm-hmm. that yeah <laughs> oh so cute uh but this all goes back with the commu- why communication is so important because what does it go back to melody what well two things actually i'm not a mind reader and i don't know when you're bored yeah okay yes yes <laughs> well and yes you don't know until i tell you yes <laughs> which and i could have said eh, i can also i mean not just me but in any situation can be worded differently but at the time i it was a upset. rough week. it was a rough week she, you had a heart attack that was the other heart thing um <laughs> it, it was probably also like i'm gonna die any minute we should be taking advantage of every single second we have together yes. that probably also was deep in my mind now that i think about it I yeah, yeah um but yes it could have said something that wasn't so aggressive right i'm bored it could have been. I think do, the quote. I want us to spend more time together. I miss you. I want to spend time together. I, I want us to connect. I think what was actually said. I am bored. I am fucking bored. Oh yeah. That I please correct me if I was. Uh, yes, that's what I said. <laughs> hmm. but now your memory is great. When I want it to be, yeah. Yes. <laughs> So the issues of that, obviously, obviously, coming, the saying that those things is aggressive mm-hmm. and not, and it. I could fill this in. So the issue with that is because when Mel, and again, how it is, how the information is said to you, that is not where the problem is because we're already in the problem. Or and again, it's similar to I am bored, or. What do you want to eat today? What? No, 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 no. How it's posed to you. Oh, because it, okay. Because again, the dialogue there is being received to you. And if you take that and you come with the aggression with both of those answers, well, I don't give a fuck or what the fuck you want me to do. Obviously, that dialogue will lead down to a very poor end <laughs> on that day. So... That's just come, the reason I bring that up is, like you said, you saying I'm bored. Yes, that is still saying that you're bored, but you're also that 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 is a pseudo emotional call. You are letting me know that there is a problem here. Now that may have came in a you know desperate in a desperate and maybe aggressive way. Nonetheless, it was an emotional call. You let me know that there was a problem. And I'm not, you're telling me there's a fire in the kitchen 
and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to help you take put out this fire. Well, yes, because the if we're using the fire analogy, yeah, it was because before yes. all that, I was saying, I smell something I weird. Smell fu- uh, yeah, I smell uh, smoke. It feels really hot over there. It's weird. It, it smells like something's burning. <laughs> yes. And none of those things got any reaction. There you That's go. why it had to be, there's a fire. Yes. There's that. It has to be that direct. And... Yes, I have learned with my Asianness, my Chinese culture, being direct and, is very difficult. Yes. And yeah, very indirect. In my culture. In culture and in the Spanish culture. It's very direct. direct. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I have, I think we did talk about this. Oh, that was a while ago. Yeah. About like taking out the trash. Because I would yes. say, it smells in here. There's a lot of bugs in here. And to me, that was asking you to take out the trash. That but, was, but, but for, it wasn't. Yeah. Yes. For you, it wasn't. And to anyone else listening who's not Asian, it would be. Yeah, no, would, I think, yeah, yeah, everyone, I would say the, the five listeners that we have, four of them would say, why didn't they take out the trash? Yeah. Yes. Why didn't, they, <laughs> why didn't you just take out the trash? Yes, because I, I could have just asked. Can you please take out the trash? But also to me, that's kind of too direct and rude. Oh, I meant that the other way around. What? That oh, the, me? The, no, the me that you saying, hey, it smells. All the five listeners out of out of the four would say, why the fuck didn't he take out the trash? Yeah. And I could have also <laughs> taken out the trash. No. I, I could have just done it myself. Yes. There's but, all many would have and could have and many interpretations. So give us an email of what we would have done. <laughs> email us email. at how to marriage. Wait, hold on. Hold that thought. Hey, Melody, fill for time. What's our email? Email <laughs> at how to marriage podcast at gmail.com on what you would have done in that scenario. If all spelt right. Lowercase, no no spaces or anything yet <laughs> so how to marriage podcast at gmail.com and to let us know what you would have done if your partner would have said hey the trash smells and just email what your response would have be <laughs> but yes back on topic the issue of being Yes. And with the issue of being bored, it's like you said, being, I'm glad you brought that up, being rejected because you were, you were giving me the hints to what to do. You actually said, oh, we could do blank. And the boredom doesn't necessarily come as a British cockney child that you're a brat. It's, hey, this person my partner's not being intimate with me my partner's not giving me that intentional time meeting my needs when i'm yeah, asking meeting, for there them. it is yeah, yeah. meeting my, the needs when i was asking yes or to me i was asking or overall yes. again there was three days off and there, at any point at a time your needs were not met yes and again to meet those needs it is to Make it a priority. You want to ensure that I know what needs you want and vice versa, what needs I want to be met. And we do have that. We have a nice Google document. Yes. <laughs> uh, the list is very slow, uh, very low. <laughs> like, As we learned, memory is selective. <laughs> So that's why we have, we do have 
I'm glad you brought that up because I even forgot that. Yes. The calendar? Yes, the calendar. <laughs> yes, the calendar. It's because so w- w- in that in that boredom, in that fight, Melody was posing that the the priorities that we set, the goals that we both agreed to were not being met. However, when I brought back my receipts of Google Documents, Yes. of calendars the last two months especially specifically the last that's month. what we need to post on instagram our calendar the aesthetic calendar oh, that's yeah. what i was like okay anyways we've got to find it out <laughs> but i was able to bring my receipts and i was able to show melody and again did i prove a wrong of wrong yes how did that help me it obviously did because uh, Melody was able to see that I was making those priorities. I was making those uh, pre uh, those goals that we set out. But also, that doesn't mean those three days I wasn't making those goals and priorities at that time. So it's always all the time, every day, everything. <laughs> but yes. but but and if it feels that being in the relationship. Being in a marriage is tiresome and hard work. It is. You have to put that effort. Always thinking. Because Mel always thinks about me. And I always think about Mel. Then I forget. (laughs) Mm. When you're eating my food. That's only happened three times this year. (laughs) Now Melody's looking at me in confusion. But I just threw out the first number that came out of my mind. And now we will... Uh, metal through to see if that was true or not. I'm going into my mind palace to remember. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I think this is the other podcast, mm. not to lord over your yes. memories over someone else. Like when William was bringing up the calendar, it wasn't, it wasn't like, I am doing it. Look here, we have it. It was just like, wait oh, a minute, I hold am, on. Like, remember, look at the calendar, look yes. at this. And I did. I was like, oh, yeah, I did forget that you did all these things before, mm-hmm. that you did plan a date, you mm. did have a dinner night and stuff like that. Um, oh, I was just thinking about those times you ate my food. <coughs> Anyways. How many? I don't know. I, I could think, think of two. I could think of two off the top. Yes, <laughs> but that's why I said uh, that's why I said three Mexican yeah, food because and, I made extra food and that was that other one. Yeah, as you know, Melody's a foodie. I love for food. And God help you. <laughs> no, because I'm like, if I order something, like, okay, I want four of these. How many do you want? Because I'm eating four. I want two of them. Yeah, and you only get two because you said you wanted two. <laughs> you don't get some of mine. You said you only wanted two. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. Anyways. Onto some solutions. Not just fixing boredom, but to how to spot boredom. And just how to respond how to respond how to smell the fire before it starts yes and how to get there before the apathy so that's where we at uh, a couple months ago yes yeah where i that was the second was first bored time. i voiced it i tried and then nothing not nothing happened but the needs were not met and then apathy came which is worse than being bored because apathy like not even caring 
is worse than being bored because being bored you actually want to do something you want to change that but apathy is like okay there's nothing that's going to happen to change even if my partner does everything right now i don't care like there's no feelings anymore so how to catch up before that happens also with that so everyone's different with your relationship with your marriage partnership the and we'll have at this point we'll have t-shirts communication is always paramount because hey right now <laughs> email on how marriage podcast at gmail.com and to say tell us what are your partner's interest what do they like to do and if you could give us a three sentence uh email that'd be great and if you don't know just send that email saying i don't know and don't and that will help you out <laughs> like oh, i probably should <laughs> just ask them yeah what and, do you like to do and it's not like i like to work yeah no yeah what is something that brings you <gasps> joy in maria condos oh, what brings you joy what, what sparks, sparks joy, joy in your life <laughs> and again it's what would be that for you william talking with your friends playing video playing games i used to be drinking but it's been it's unhealthy says you calling your mom yeah <laughs> mama's boy okay so yeah we're gonna have a sidebar real quick so i've been sober for the last more than, it's been more than a year i know yeah. it's been like i want to say 18 months <laughs> and no i don't know melody because this time last year no Lisa had drinks i'm not sure eight months for sure i don't know i feel like it's here because i started drinking those a while back well, we still got drinks when he visited my parents. No. I did drink. And then, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, you didn't. It's been a while. Okay. So, it, and it's funny because I was talking. You want your coin? Your chip? <laughs> no, because at this point, I cannot wait to fall off the wagon. And that's going to be with uh, Griffin, <laughs> with Jared and everyone. <laughs> that is just an unrelated story. Melody knew that, not necessarily that she knew how to drink a problem, but she knew that I drank. But uh, later down the line, I understand that that drinking became a problem because that's what I used to also cope. Now, you had that problem before we met. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That you didn't know it. You just only knew, oh, he likes to drink. No, I knew it. Oh, then there you go. You did tell me that I was an alcoholic. Uh, I blacked out in, in uh, Poland. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did. That was a fun night. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. but um, what happened? You blacked out. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but um, it's knowing what the interest of your partner, and Mel said it best. It's like, hey, what do you like to do? <laughs> <laughs> you or like pose it like hey you go like hey this might sound a little awkward but i need a refresher what do you like to do <laughs> yes. what 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 brings you what sparks joy what hobbies do you think we could be doing together or what are your hobbies yes 
Melody. Because we do have, so I like to bake and to cook, but we don't bake together. Why is that, Melody? Because you'll make it wrong. No, because that's my alone time. That too? Yes, which I like. Yeah. But, so, I do like baking, and I like when uh, William does help me out sometimes, but it is my time when I can be... Zen. Zen, I said it. yeah. Yes. On You're my own. You're I'm focusing on what I'm doing, and I can like listen to other things and just have, like, and be calm. Whereas if William is in the kitchen with me, we have a small kitchen. It's just more chaotic that way. So I like to do that by myself. And with video games, William does he does that usually on his own. But mm-hmm. we have like a certain video games that we play together. Uh, Overcooked, which is a cooking game, which is oh, very fun. Yeah, 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 we can stream that too. That'd be fun to stream. We definitely stream that. Um, yes. <laughs> and so we have Overcooked. We have uh, It Takes Two, mm-hmm. which that's a really good game for relationships and relationship mm-hmm. building. If you want uh, a uh, video game for communication, because that's all that game is, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. Good tune building for that. But again, the most important part with boredom, and it this is just like a catch-all term. Well, I'd also say that it's the mindset of the partner who is bored as well. Yes. Um, because the automatic thought of I'm bored, this is so boring, this relationship is boring, mm-hmm. like there's nothing I'm getting out of it. Like those thoughts did not come out of nowhere. And also to realize that those are in a way like distorted thoughts as well. Because if you look back on your relationship, like, oh no, like we had good times together. Why are we together if I was bored this whole time? Right? Or what's going on right now that makes it quote unquote like boring? Right? Like, is it just like winter blues? You know, can't do much. COVID happening mm-hmm. like there's not any like this not a lot of things to do but it's also where creativity comes right that you could just find some other ways to do something it doesn't have to be like william thought it had to be we had to go skydiving sky we had to go do like some extravagant thing but for us if you're with the person that you're supposed to be with even grocery shopping can be fun right it's the mindset that you have because you're spending time with that person and i think for me at the time when i said it it was just because of all the rejection that's why that happened not saying that it was healthy but it's still it didn't come from you had a reason (laughs) there's always a reason yeah but to understand and reflect the reason yes constructive yes yes my melody and uh, for any solutions, ideally, um, start small. Cook, cook for them. Say this gonna the the biggest thing, especially for Melody. If I put something on the fucking calendar, if I give a goddamn timeline, if I say that the sun is gonna be up at six forty-five a.m. And that sun is not up until 640. If that sun goes up at 647, 
that is it. <laughs> Melody is angry. Uh, the the floodgates are open. Where the analogy going for that is what works, for Melody is if I put a timeline or a date, and I follow through for that date, that makes her happy because not only did I give an expectation, but I gave the effort to follow through with that. And that's what you can do. You can start with, depending on your skills, and anyone can learn, you can cook. You have like just a board game, video games, a walk, a hike. Start small, work your way up. And if you do know what the hobbies are, um, work with that. Uh, especially one thing um, that I didn't feel comfortable with, which is weird to say, uh, a better podcast that does this way better, One Extraordinary Marriage, you can plan for sex. You can set up a date, a time for that. And when it's met, it's met. Yes. <laughs> Planning <laughs> things don't have to be boring. Uh, planning things is never boring, William. <laughs> Why do you not plan things? Yes, I am A plus blood, the A positive blood. I still don't know the what my A blood type is. A type personality <laughs> through and through. Yep. Though in high school, if you met me, you would not think that, which is interesting. But anyways. In summary. Planning things is good. And that will help break the boredom. Oh. Yes, planning, <laughs> having things to look forward to together mm-hmm. is bonding, right? Like when you see couples come back from a trip, hopefully <laughs> if it was a good trip or yes. everything, they're on a high, right? Like, oh, we had such a great time together. Like, because especially like backpacking mm. or doing something together that creates a bond. That's your recreational intimacy where you have like basically only have each other to depend on and that increases communication and increases meeting each other's emotional calls for that right um then obviously because of covid it doesn't work out that way because i did feel like after we would often like at least three times a year visit oh yeah absolutely william's family in new jersey and we would drive Right. And the drive there usually is pretty good because we're both in that mindset like, okay, we got to go. Okay, let's make a pit stop, grab some stuff, and then go. Right. And so that was bonding there. And you're in the car together for like nine hours. Right. What are you going to do? Talk. Right. Yeah. Let's talk the whole time. And that's a really long time that you spend together. And I think that did develop a lot of our relationship and then because of covid we just we didn't do that anymore because we couldn't do it (laughs) and there was no replacement for that Mm -hmm. yeah but so planning so planning communication communication more important always always all the time every day there you go always all the time every day (laughs) okay let's put that next Thank you, Melody. Thank you, William. And thank you, listener. You are loved. Thank you for listening. We would love any feedback or just to hear from you. You can email us at howtomarriagepodcast at gmail.com and check us out on Instagram at howtomarriage.